and Outwider is Happy Hero. He's starting to round them up quickly here for Lyle Hewitson. Happy Hero, here's a first win in Hong Kong for new trainer Mark Newnham, and he's done it with one at the bottom of the handicap. Happy Hero, easy as you like from Happy. Couldn't have shot that horse with a gun. A long way from home there at Happy Valley on Wednesday night, but the pace was quite frantic. But a terrific training effort by Mark Newnham, his first Hong Kong winner since arriving. Of course, the season kicked off last month. Look, if you were a happy person, you would have cleaned up there the other night at Happy Valley. You wouldn't believe it. So Mark's horse was around $16, Happy Hero. Um, a horse called Happy Fat Cat won around $18. And then another one, I think, was Happy Day for Jamie Richards, about $7. Mark, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Steve. It's, uh, no, it, it, it's quite a... It's quite a prominent um, uh, prefix here, the happy, happy uh, in their name. What were the expectations with that horse fresh up at a mile? The first run for you, obviously. His form looked woeful prior to you getting him. Uh, yes, it was. He'd had 10 starts. Um, I don't think he'd run closer than eight. So um, when he arrived, um, I, I didn't have great expectations for him, but... I wasn't in a position to be too fussy on what horses were coming into the stable. Um, but, uh, look, he, he gradually improved, you know, even in the first few weeks. We did a few different things with him and um, and, and he, he started to get a really good glow to his coat. I feed a little bit differently than most, so um, it, um, it seemed to agree with him. And um, Lyle Hewitson... Um, rode my first runner here and he came to gallop uh, him one morning and I pointed out this horse and I asked him if he knew him and he did and I said to him then, I said look I think he's improving um, do you want to ride him in a trial at the end of the week and he rode him in a trial and he's ridden him in another trial and some work after that and um, we thought he had a pretty good chance until the barrier draw came out and that dented uh, my confidence somewhat because at Happy Valley, if you draw outside of five or six, it's very difficult. Um, and I know that sounds, um, <laughs> you know, he came from Barrier Nine, that sounds a bit defeatist, but um, I've learned quickly that if they don't get a position early, um, you know, the way the races are run at such a strong tempo, um, if you're covering ground, you've no chance. So, you know, instead of being able to take up a position probably midfield, we decided to just go back, ride him conservatively, and if the pace was strong enough, he, he'd have a good chance. Did he wear headgear with the previous trainer? Yeah, look, he's had different gear on and off, so um, uh, Blinkers, Blinkers and Piera mix very well. Which is quite apt, isn't it, that he produced your first Hong Kong winner, probably one of your favourite horses of all time. Oh, definitely my favourite. Um, a girl, a girl that used to work for me in Sydney, messaged me. She said, "Piero, the gift that keeps giving," and um, it's a bit like that. Tell me about the feed regime you were talking about. A bit different. Oh, look, I, I feed. Uh, I mix my own. Um, but most most trainers here use uh, premix, um, but uh, I, I feed the same way I fed in Sydney. Um, and it's very old school, but uh, it works for me, and it's what I know, and it's what I was brought up with. So it, it, it's a it's a little bit different. I always just think that um, you know the premix, it, it's something I've never I've I've never used, and um, it, I know Gay Gay still feeds the same same way, um, 
And oh, look, I think it's just a better way of of ensuring the quality of the ingredients that your horse is getting. Let's hope he can run well for you at his next start. Will that, that be in the next three to four weeks? Happy hero? Yeah, he'll run in three weeks' time in an 1,800-metre class five. So he went up seven points for that victory, but um, he looks like he's got something else in the tank still. So um, no, looking forward to having him, having him uh, his next couple of starts. We know Eric the Eel showed so much ability when he was trained here in Queensland at the Sunshine Coast by Stu Kendrick. He went up to Hong Kong and he morphed into Torby and Diamond. He's been a solid horse. He appears to be a bit out of form, but you have him now and he's drawn one on Sunday. What's the expectation with a very talented type, Torby and Diamond? Can you get his mojo back, so to speak? Oh, look, he ran second in this race last year to California Spangle when there was only a a two-pound difference in the weights. Um, I think we've got a 20-pound difference um, now, but that's reflective of their form of last season. Um, he raced well at his first three runs last season, um, and then his form completely tapered off. His last half dozen runs were were woeful. Um, but uh, he joined me at the end of last season. He's he's sound, um, which you know for old horses here, um, that's your number one priority. He's sound. Um, look, he's had a change of environment. I, I train um, at the other end of the track um, next to Jamie Richards and, and Douglas White. And um, it, it's, a, it's a different environment compared to the, uh, to the other end the, where most of the trainers are, where the, the stables are quite... Um, they're, they're quite old, but look, obviously, you know, John Size and the others are all there, the multiple premiership winners, but it, it's a it's a little bit more uh, Australian-style um, stable complex um, with a courtyard and a big walking walker in the middle. Um, it's a longer um, trip to the to the track and back, just trotting up and walking back. So a little bit different environment for the horses, um, and that's really what you're trying to do with a horse like him is just you know change his mindset a little bit because he's been here for about four years and. Um, you know, some sort of pressure up and, and some sort of um, change of his mindset might just spark some form form reversal. On Sunday, will he be three fence, somewhere like that in running? Yeah, look, he's always been a horse that's been sort of pushed to be in a spot. Um, and that temptation is definitely there from barrier one with no weight. But I, I, I won't be telling him to push him out of his comfort zone. Um, I'd rather him be, be travelling and enjoying the race than being you know, at his top for a long way. Um, but look, if he can if he can travel well through the run, his last trial was good. Um, I'd expect he'll take a fair bit of improvement out of out of Sunday. But um, look, he's fit enough. His second up run is is in a race um, in three weeks' time where um, he did win that particular race a couple of years ago. It's an eighteen hundred metre Group Three handicap, and generally the the horses like um, you know Golden Spangle, California Spangle, and um, Golden Sixty, they go to the um, uh, the international trials, which are about a week or two after that. So um, you tend to avoid the best ones. Um, so look, he, he'll run a good enough race on on Sunday with with you know his next run in mind, but he still, he will need this 
just show us that he's, he's still capable. All right. Is there another coming winner over the or a horse we can look out for from your stable in Hong Kong over the coming weeks? Uh, there's there's two that I had in last Sunday, and unfortunately the Typhoon um, wiped out our races on last Sunday, and those those horses are both going well. They both run on the 25th. Uh, there's a um, meeting on the all weather. Um, on a Wednesday night, Mission Bravo and All is Ready. Um, they'll both run on the 25th and they'll both run well. Yeah, Mission Bravo. I was actually looking at his form this morning. Um, I just got it here somewhere. But anyway, what's his sire, Mark? Mission Bravo. He's a smart missile. I actually trained him in Sydney um, and he, he won a race at Hawkesbury quite well. Um, but since he's been here, um, his two wins have come on the all-weather, so he's, his form on the grass is woeful, um, but uh, he ran very well first run of the season for me. He just got beaten on the dirt, so um, uh, he was supposed to run last Sunday on the dirt and looked the perfect race for him, but um, he'll have to wait now until the 25th. Hoping to talk to Sam Clipperton this morning on Racing HQ. Of course, he rides one of the leading chances. Think about it for the Tab Everest. He came through that Ron Quinton school. Of course, Ron Quinton with Theo Green. And then he passed on some of that to you you guys because you were a part of that, weren't you? Along with Hugh Bowman, Andrew Atkins and Sam. Yep, yep. And um, it, uh, like I was Ron's first apprentice when he first started training. So... Um, and look, I was lucky enough to have some very good apprentices, and I still I still watch the boys um, pretty much daily from here, um, and um, are in contact with them constantly. They both sent a text um, early yesterday morning, um, Tom, Tommy, Sherry, and Tyler. So um, it, it's good that we still maintain a connection, and um, you know they ring every now and again, and. Um, I give them a few words of encouragement, but they're both riding very well. They don't need much help from me these days. No. Uh, Mark, so at this stage, well, back to that race, I mean, it must have been such a big relief for you because it's a lot of pressure, isn't it? You know, you need to train a winner fairly early in the season and you don't get the, obviously, they're very superstition, all that sort of stuff. Um, oh, they are, they are. And there's look, there's huge coverage on, on racing here, Um so there's uh, apparently there's at least 11 racing publications in Hong Kong. So it um, uh, and the Chinese media don't spare you. They, they think you should be you know having a winner in your you know probably in the first half a dozen runners. So if you're deemed unlucky, um, that's not where you want to be. Um, whether that's got any relevance or not, it's just perception. So um, uh, no, it was good to get one on board. But um, as I said to you know, a few of my owners and, and, and staff, um, you know, John Size hasn't had a winner yet for the season, and I don't think he's too worried. So um, it wasn't it wasn't particularly worrying for me. I know what it's like to start a to start a stable, and um, generally the horses that transfer to you are horses that are. You know, out of form or got a few problems, so you know, it'll take a while to get going. Um, but by the end of, I'd say by the end of November, um, we'll have 50 horses in the stable, and of those 50, there'll be 20 that have never, uh, sorry, 30 that have never raced in Hong Kong. So I'd expect a, a fairly good second half to the season, and and a good season next year.
Yeah, oh, we know you're going to be successful. Uh, as I said, congratulations. We're all cheering that horse home, even though he couldn't have backed it on its form. But you literally put a leg on it there the other night. Um, happy hero. That Hong Kong Jockey Club website, by the way, when you get lost in that, I, I can't believe they have so many barrier trials there. I tried to find a few trials this morning, and this is just about every day last week there was a trial session. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's um, twice a week. There's twice a week in Shantin, and then once a week uh, in China at, uh, at Chungfa. But there's a mountain of information, and, and look, that certainly helps their turnover because you can you can uh, find out every piece of information you want about a horse that uh, is, is either an opposition horse or your own horse or a horse that's just come to your stable. You can see every day what track work it's done, um, and you know that that helps you just analyse a horse and, and say, well, I'm going to change X, Y and Z and, uh, and see how that works. Because if I keep doing the same thing with, with the horse that, you know, has transferred, we'll probably keep getting the same result. Yeah, the, the trial I was actually looking for uh, was Dream Winner. This is the horse that came from the Gold Coast, initially came from New Zealand, and Les Kelly Jr. had him at the coast. He won a trial. He was sold up to connections up there, and he looked bred in his first couple of starts at 1,000. He was beating it. Short odds the other day. What's interesting, he goes to 1,200 on Sunday and he beat California Spangle all the way pushed out in that recent trial. So he's an interesting runner on the weekend, dream winner, 1,200 metres. Yeah, look, a lot of the trials are here on the, on the dirt. It, it's, it's really only for fitness because some horses handle it well and others don't. Um, so you've got to learn how to use them properly as well just for your own benefit and, and disregard um, where they finish sometimes. You've just got to... You know, take the fact that they're going to have improved fitness from it. Um, you know, Mission Bravo, who we were talking about, I'd, he won a trial for me, um, and then I trialled him a second time before his first up run. He ran last on the grass. Yeah, he had a grass trial, and he ran last. But Luke Ferraris, who rode him and has ridden him, you know, constantly through his Hong Kong career, just said to me, oh, don't worry about it. He said he's fine when he gets back on the dirt. And... And he, he he was only narrowly beaten, so you've you just got to take those those dirt trials with a bit of a grain of salt. Um, they either handle it or they don't. But um, what you do take out of it is is just the fitness aspect. Thanks for joining us. Good luck with Torby and Diamond on Sunday, uh, and for the rest of the season, of course. Mark, thanks. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, Mark Newnham joining us from Hong Kong, uh, getting up with a horse. First run for him. Happy Hero there by Piero, a five-year-old. 10 starts, or that was its 11th start for one win. No placings. First run for Mark. Yeah, he's an interesting runner on Sunday. Dream winner. Of course, uh, we followed his career. He looked brilliant on debut, fast time, and then brilliant again. And then last start, he was really short and expected to win. But when he went out of the gates down the straight, he took a left-hand turn, and then he was off the bit the whole way. He looked, he looked green and like he got lost. His run wasn't hopeless, even though you'd be filthy. Um... If you backed him at whatever price he was, $1.30 or thereabouts. But he beat California Spangle recently in a trial. When I say recently, back on the 3rd of this month. And he was pushed out to do so. And we know California Spangle's won a heap of race. And he runs against Torby and Diamond and Co. on Sunday. Interesting, uh, Zach's not riding him. As he mentioned recently, Hugh Bowman's going to ride California Spangle. Uh, Zach's on um, one of those other um, very talented, one of the beauty horses. Uh, in that particular race. And just with Eric the Eel, um, when he was in Queensland, of course, he won a race at the Sunshine Coast in April 2019. He, he won a, another run there, a heavy nine one day. Um, he won another race at Durban in February 2020 over the mile. Then he won a 
2200 metre race at Doombin in March 2020 before going placed in the Sydney Derby, third to Quick Thinker and also Zabrowski. Of course, uh, that horse is in Hong Kong, Zabrowski, or certainly was, um, before going up to Hong Kong where he's won two races uh, in Hong Kong. Eric the Eel or Torbjorn Diamond, as, as he is known now.